Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 13. What's up, guys, and welcome to today's episode. Uh, The topic for today's show, I think, is going to be very popular, and it's something that we all love to do, and it is travel. So what I wanted to do today is share with you some of my uh, my top tips that I use for myself and that I share with my, my paying clients on how to stay stay on track with your goals when you do travel, whether that's, um, whether that's within the country that you live in or whether that's overseas. There are a number of things that I like to do consistently to make sure that um, I'm performing at my best, I'm able to stay on track, but most of all, guys, that, that you can still enjoy your holiday. Um, you don't. You're not stressed about you know missing out on a couple of days in the gym or eating too much. But you know we don't want to. We also, on the other hand, don't want to you know kind of backtrack too much on our progress, so that when we get back, um, we're behind the eight ball. So, starting with tip number one, and it's something that you've heard so often, and this applies to so many things, and that is stay hydrated. Now, especially if you're traveling overseas, or even if you're staying in your country, if you're flying somewhere then it is extra important to stay hydrated. So we all know the benefits of drinking water. Um, Our our bodies are made up of at least 70% water, so it's extremely important to get that water in. Now, the guideline, uh, the general guideline, I guess, is meant to be one liter for every 23 kilograms of body weight. Now, that's obviously going to vary, especially depending on what your climate is like, where you live, or how much you exercise, if you're someone that kind of that sweats a lot or um, anything, there's there's tons of variables that can that can add to your your recommended intake. Now, my recommendation when traveling is an extra 500 to 1,000 milliliters on your on top of your average intake that you would usually have at home or you know your usual intake. So if you usually drink three liters of water per day, then bump that up to at least three and a half to four liters. Now that's just gonna it's going to make sure that your your muscles are staying hydrated, you're sleeping well, uh, you're not getting headaches, you're you know you're staying on top of all your electrolyte levels, you're flushing out all the crap, and most most importantly, if you are training or even if you're not, even if you're just kind of out and about and checking out the city or the place that you are traveling to, your energy levels are going to be you know they're going to be normal. Um, you're going to be able to perform at at your optimal rate. Now, my second tip is get in a good amount of protein in a convenient way. So some of my my top kind of uh, top kind of ways to get protein in when traveling, number one, I always pack some protein powder. So usually you have to put that kind of under the plane if you're traveling in a plane. Uh, if you're in the car, bring the tub. You know, do what you need to do. If you've got some samples from a fitness expo or whatever it may be, just bring some bring some form of whey protein. So then you've got a quick, easy fix of protein if you can't you know get some from your your food. Um, or if you're on the plane, uh, you can take take some on the carry-on. Um, I'm not 100% sure of the rules in, in regards to whether you have to label it or whether it has to be in a tub and whatnot. But in the past, I've taken it on the plane. Um, if you're not a fan of any of the plane food or if you are in a calorie deficit and you don't want to waste you know, your calories, your holiday calories, I guess, on the plain food, then get in a protein shake and just make sure you're hitting your protein intake for the day. And that can be hard when you're traveling sometimes. Like I said, if you don't have access to a microwave or kind of 
uh, cooking equipment in your apartment or if you're out and about and you just can't find a healthy option or something that fits within your daily requirements, then it's always handy to have a bit of protein powder, um, have a bit of protein powder with you so then you can just whip up a shake. Another way to get in good protein when traveling is protein bars. Um, you know, something like a Quest bar is really good or even another form of, of protein food. So, you know, they've got things like cookies and, and all that type of stuff now, even protein chips, but some kind of snack that you can take with you in a small bag. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, you're allowed to take it on the plane and whatnot, but we just need something that you can get a quick, easy fix of protein. Tip number three. Stay on top of your mobility and your stretching. Now, we all know, I've been over this in the past, the problem with getting tight hips, underactive glutes, and you know, that leads to all kinds of, you know, annoying stuff like back pain and, and weak hamstrings and whatnot. So I think it's extremely beneficial to stay on top of your stretching when you're traveling. So for example, if you're traveling overseas, you're in the plane for 15 hours, whatever it may be, you know, get up every couple of hours, have a bit of a stretch, move around. You may even take a TheraBand or whatnot on with you uh, on the plane. Or if you're traveling in the car, you might take a foam roller, a spiky ball or, or anything that you can kind of get moving, get mobile, stretch through the hips, do a bit of glute activation, stretch through the chest. Um, just, just stay on top of your posture and be aware that you are sitting down probably, especially when you're going to the destination, you're sitting down a lot more than what you usually would. And, you know, I know myself when I'm on a flight, I tend to watch a movie, have a bit of a sleep, maybe get up to go to the bathroom every now and then. But by the time I get to where I'm going, I've been sitting down for, you know, six, seven, eight hours without moving and my hips are just killing me. And I can really notice it in the following days that, how, how much sore my back gets, how tight my hips are when I try, you know, I might go and do a lower body day, uh, sorry, a lower body day in the gym and my glutes aren't firing, my hips are tight, um, you know, all kinds of things that really, that really have a negative impact on your training and also just the way you're moving, walking around and, and even the way you sleep sometimes. If you've got tight hips, you might have a bit of a sore back going to bed, you sleep funny, you wake up the next day and you just don't feel great. So, it's easy to do, spend you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes per day, get that mobility in, have a good stretch. If you can take a spiky ball or a lacrosse ball or something like that, um, those pocket physios, they're perfect for on the plane or in the car. Um, nice and small, they'll fit right in with your bag or whatever you're carrying with you and just get moving, stay active. My next tip, and I think this might be one of the most important tips that I give you today, and some of you may not expect it, but... I want you to train. I want you to get to the gym or maybe get outside, get down to the beach or find a hill or whatever it may be and just try and maintain what you've built up. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, why would I go to the gym? Why would I train when I'm on holidays? That's, that's why I train for before I go on my holiday to look good, just relax and, and kick back. But if long-term and long-term sustainable health and fitness is, is your goal, is part of your goals, then I think it's important to maintain some kind of strength and aerobic capacity while you're away. Now, I'm not saying you need to go into the gym and train kind of five or six days a week, but I think two to three sessions a week just to try and maintain what you've built up. You know, go in, pick some big compound heavy exercises, lift some good heavy weight, maintain that strength, get the heart rate up, do a bit of interval training, or you might go for a walk every morning with your partner, your friend, family, whatever it may be. But I think it's really important to maintain what you've built up. 
and you're gonna be you're gonna be stoked when you get back from your holiday. You go back to the gym. If you got a trainer, you go back to your trainer, and you don't actually feel like you've missed out on too many sessions. It, you know, if you're maintaining your fitness and your strength, you know, a week or two weeks away from your usual routine isn't gonna do too much. But if you go away for seven days, ten days, eleven days, twelve days, it doesn't matter. If you do nothing nothing at all and you go back to the gym the following week or you go back to your usual way of eating and whatnot um, you go back to your running or whatever your form of exercise is I can guarantee that you're going to feel like you haven't trained for three to four weeks and that's obviously not something that uh, anybody listening would desire so all I'm asking is for 30 to 45 minutes of your time get the session done you'll feel much better for it and in the weeks following you'll really benefit from just maintaining what you've You've worked so hard to get in the first place. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, I'm gonna I'm kind of talking to the guys and the girls now that like to train six to seven days a week and find it really hard to step away from the gym. You know, really hardcore right into it. I'm actually gonna say to you, take a few days off, reduce your overall load, your overall training volume and training days. If you go away for a week, only train two to three or three to four days of that week. Um, I know you might feel a little bit guilty, Um, you're going to be itching to get in there, but it's a good thing. Your body is going to love you for it. You're going to go into the session absolutely pumped because as I mentioned, you're probably feeling a little bit guilty about not training, so you've got a bit of extra energy. Um, You're going to feel really good and by the time you get back from your holiday, you go back into your normal routine. I can guarantee in those weeks following, you'll start to, you know, you'll lift a bit heavier, you'll perform a bit better in your runs. Um, you're going to be so much more determined to succeed at whatever your goal may be just by taking those days off. And not only physical, mentally, it's so refreshing having a few days off, you know, going over your goals again, whether it's um, goals in the gym or at work with your family life, um, social, whatever it may be, just take that time to step away from a bit give your body a a bit of recovery mentally and physically Um, and then once you've done your holiday you know feel free to jump straight back into your routine but I guess the main main point I'm making with this tip is just try and maintain what you've got don't make the holiday about training but also don't make the holiday an excuse to do nothing at all now the final tip uh, and this is a big one. This is what some, some, this is something that a lot of people struggle with, and it's definitely understandable. Um, I've gone through it. Even when I travel now, I still struggle with it. But uh, this is about nutrition. So, depending on what you do with your nutrition, currently uh, for myself and my clients, I obviously follow flexible dieting. So I'm kind of working towards a calorie and macronutrient goal, making sure I hit my micronutrients, so my fiber vitamins and whatnot and that allows me to choose from a, a large range of foods and not so much stick to a specific meal plan so I can you know stray from the usual foods but still get the same end result. Now this is perfect when you're traveling but even still with flexible dieting there's going to be it's going to be days where you go out for dinner or you go out for a few drinks and you know you're in a different part of the world sometimes. And you should be able to enjoy what you do and enjoy the experience of a different culture or wherever you may be. So my advice to you would be that there's a number of things you can do. Now, let's say, for example, your calorie intake goal for the day is 2,500 calories. Usually you have that over four to five meals, nice and even. One possible thing that you could do is minimize the calories you eat in the first part of the day and keep a bit of a buffer for later in the day. So similar to when you go out for a big meal when you're at home, uh, it's very similar here. So 
minimize calorie intake early in the day if you know you're going to be eating big at night. The second thing is maybe increase your calories on that trip. Now, I don't mean go out and just eat yourself silly every single day and come back looking like a whale and put on 10 to 15 kilos. But what I mean is allow yourself that extra few hundred calories each day. Um, know that when you get back, you've, you've taken a rest, you're mentally and physically refreshed, and you can reduce your calorie intake when you get back. But I've been on holidays where I've restricted my calorie intake. Um, you know, I've got back from the holiday and I, I felt no different. I was really disappointed that I didn't let myself enjoy the holiday, enjoy the time with my family and friends. But then there's been holidays recently where I've gone and said to myself, you know what? Allow yourself a few more, a few hundred more calories each day. Maybe when I go in and train, I push that little bit harder. Do those few extra intervals when I do a bit of cardio, or do a few more sets on squats or whatever it may be, just to expend a bit more energy. But just not get caught up in the fact that I'm eating more than usual, and it's hard to do. Uh, trust me, I, I know from experience it is hard to do. But you've got to remember this is this is a special time, especially with your. Uh, especially, sorry, if you're with your family or a loved one or even just your friends. So don't get too caught up on the food side. Now, the third thing is even though you may be increasing your calories or you may be not eating as much early in the day to save up some at night, I still suggest that you do track your calories because it is easy to get caught up with you know the whole holiday feel and just completely blow out and when i say add in a few extra few hundred extra calories i don't mean an extra 1000 or 2000 so it's important to have a, a rough idea of how much you are eating because especially if you're new to flexible dieting it can be very hard to kind of eyeball what you're eating and if you're eating out a lot you know they obviously add in a lot of things like oils and and whatnot that you wouldn't usually add in so it's important to keep track of of what you are eating and just to make sure that you're not going too far over the top but all in all make sure you enjoy yourself try new foods tr- sorry try new foods if you are if you're in a new country or even if you're in the same country if you're bloody half an hour from where you live just enjoy yourself, let yourself relax. Um, don't be that person that's on holidays and the whole family has to go to a salad bar because you want to stick to your 2,000 calorie diet. You know, plan in advance. If you know you're going on holidays, you may even reduce your calorie intake for a week or two beforehand just to create that buffer, get yourself, you know, drop a little bit of body fat to allow yourself to just switch off, enjoy yourself, and you will feel so much better for it when you get back get rid of the cravings um, and just enjoy it. It's, um, it's something that you'll look back on and you don't want to look back on it and wish, wish that you had have eaten that ice cream or had have gone out for that steak or pizza. So these are my tips, guys. So I'll run through them again. Hydrate. Make sure you stay on top of your protein and do that by having convenient protein sources like whey protein powder or protein bars and, and shakes and whatnot. The third one is stay mobile and stay stay flexible, I guess. So stretch, keep on top of your mobility, your myofascial release through the hips and keep the glutes activated. The fourth one is keep moving and maintain what you've worked hard to achieve so far, whether that's strength, aerobic, anaerobic capacity, flexibility, whatever it may be, just try and maintain it. Don't make the whole holiday about training, but also don't completely switch off and uh, and forget about what we've worked so hard for in the first place and the last one is nutrition 
keep on top of your calorie your calorie intake roughly kind of track how much you're eating but don't get too caught up in it enjoy yourself enjoy your time away guys and um, if you do have any extra questions i'd love for you to email me at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com i previously uh Sorry, I mentioned throughout this podcast that I follow flexible dieting. My, my clients follow flexible dieting and I think it's a, an extremely sustainable way to eat that will provide results for the rest of your life, whether that's fat loss, muscle building, maintenance, athletic performance, whatever it may be. Uh, this is a way that I, I know um, it's proven. I've proven it with myself, with my clients, that it is an effective way and something that I know I can do for the rest of my life without being without being too restrictive so I can live a, a nice, healthy, normal life. If that's something that appeals to you and you'd like to learn a little bit more, feel free to email me. I, I did just mention my email, but it will be in the show notes. Uh, if you'd like to sign up to my 12-week online coaching program, it is completely personalized, uh, nutrition and training. You have weekly contact with me and I'll, I'll teach you how to eat and train for the rest of your life. Uh, then again, just email me at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com or visit my website, dannykennedyfitness.com and uh, send me an email. Check out some of my blogs, guys, and I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I'll speak to you next week.